Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. Okay, so this episode today might be a sensitive subject for some. It might piss some women off because I understand how much we are committed to the workouts we love and then also how much time we have put into workouts that may not be effective or efficient for our body, but we've been doing them for the wrong reasons and not really getting the results we want to see, which can be really, really, really triggering. But I'm going to have a spin on it that I think is going to be super, super helpful. So before I dive into this podcast, I just want to say this. If these episodes are resonating with you and hitting home with you, if you're vibing with them, it is just me sitting in my apartment recording these episodes for you. And I love this so much. It absolutely lights me up. And if it's lighting you up too, I want to know. So let me know that you're listening. Screenshot this. Share this on social media so I can see it and share it. And also so we can continue continue to grow this amazing freaking community. So let's talk about workouts. And I know that we all have what we love, right? We all have what we think works, what we've been told has worked for so many years in our life. And what I see a lot of times with women is we started the high intensity when we were younger and we've just sort of continued it through the years, through our late 20s, through our 30s, maybe 40s and 50s even. And this may look different than what we used to do, but there's different forms of basically hit training that we're doing. So I'm talking to my women that are the orange theory lovers, that the boot camp lovers, the high intensity, the I need to sweat when I work out, I need a high calorie burn, I'm checking my watch the whole time to see how many calories I'm burning. And this includes Peloton too. A lot of the um, Peloton strength workouts are more intense, more boot camp based. But the problem comes in when we're pushing our body, and yes, it feels good when we're doing the workouts, right? It feels good to sweat mentally. It sort of like releases some emotion, some serotonin. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But my question for you is, are you seeing the results that you want to see? And how does your body feel? If this is something that you've been doing for a really long time, and you're not seeing the results you want to see, then it's time we have to re- it's time to reevaluate. 
if you are doing these workouts and you're constantly feeling injured and your body is aching or it's just feeling inflamed and puffy and you're not making any sort of progress with composition change or muscle mass, yes, you might be seeing better endurance and you might be lifting stronger weights, but a lot of us are working out for composition change. So you want to see all of it, right? It's like, yes, we don't just want to work out for the composition change, but we want to be able to see it if we're putting in the work. And it's an emotional thing. When we've been going to these workouts, when we've gotten to know when we're part of the family, when we are, um, you know, have friends that we built up this community there, when we've spent so much time and effort into these workouts, and yet we're still stuck in the same position and still really unhappy with our body, it's heartbreaking, right? It's so beyond frustrating and you feel like your body is broken. And of course, it's like diving into your nutrition and hormones and metabolism, but really the underlying factor from all of these workouts, whether it's Peloton, whether it's Orange Theory, whether you are someone who is running because you think you need to to lose weight and you don't really like running, but you do it every single day and you're still not seeing the results, whether you're somebody that's massively pushing yourself with these like CrossFit or high intense or boot camp workouts, even like F45 would be included in this as well. I want you to listen to what I have to say because the underlying factor we're talking about here is stress on the body. And if you are not considering stress. When you're talking about movement, when we're talking about your workouts, you're doing yourself a massive disservice because at the end of the day, how much results we see really truly depends on how well we are balancing stress. And let me please explain stress to you because a lot of times I talk to women and I ask how stressed they are and they're like, well, when I'm working, like, you know, work has been really stressful. And yes, work can be a stress, but let me explain stressors in life and then also explain how stress works. When I talk about stress, I talk about, yes, stress from life. So we have kids, we have work, we have spouse, we have financial stress, all of that. Then we go to stress from dieting. So being in a calorie deficit, which most of us are in, is a stress on the body. Dieting for years is a stress on the body. Hormones not being balanced is a stress on the body. Exercise is a massive stress on the body. Not sleeping enough, having a circadian rhythm that's off, stressors on the body. So I'm naming and listing those off and you're probably like, check, 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 check. And all of a sudden you're realizing that your stress cup is overflowing and has been for a long time. When stress is high, it is like it will deteriorate muscle. It is going to be physically impossible unless you are somebody whose body handles stress wonderfully, which is a very small percentage of people. That's why you see a lot, you know, the women that do the running and do these workouts all the time and they see awesome results and they naturally stay lean. That is someone who has primed their body to be able to handle stress well. I'm not one of those people. I'm, I have to truly manage and balance my stress and take rest when my body is needed. And I've had to completely change the way I work out in order to get my body to respond. Now I love it. Back in the day when I had to change it, it was super, super frustrating. And that story for me looked like when I started personal training, before I started being a personal trainer, I was at my lowest, right? I lost a bunch of weight doing the HIIT training, doing the cardio, super, super low calories. Then my body started to do the opposite because I was putting too many stressors on it. I didn't realize then. I started to put on weight, became a personal trainer, and 
when you become a personal trainer, you literally try and do it all. I was teaching like 12 classes a week. I was trying to do CrossFit, Alpha, Lift Heavy. I was trying to do bodybuilding. I wasn't eating nearly enough. I went from like 150 to 175. I was at my absolute heaviest as a personal trainer, which was so frustrating to me, not realizing that I was massively overstressing my body and adrenals and hormones and all of the above, right? So I had to start really pulling back from the intensity of my workouts, starting to understand what my body needed. Now I do progressive strength training probably four to five times a week, Cardio, I don't add a ton of it in. Uh, You'll see me doing some jump roping. I do boxing once a week. Outside of that, it's walking and strength training because my body handles that and responds to that the absolute best. And I'm able to be consistent with that. I'm not getting injured. I don't feel inflamed. All of the things that I used to feel back in the day. Like I used to run all the time. I hate running. Like I genuinely dislike running. You would not catch me running now unless one day I feel motivated to do some intervals, but I used to do it because I thought I needed to do it to lose weight, yet I was at my heaviest and my body just hurt all the time. So if this is resonating with you at all, I want to break down like why these things happen. It really is. We have some stressors in life that there's nothing we can do about, right? Like we can, we can try and handle stress better. We can do things to practice mindfulness. We can do things like breath work and meditation or yoga or an Epsom salt bath or start focusing on more recovery work, um, focusing on taking a little more time for ourselves so we're able to give to people more. These are all great things, right? They help us manage stress better. But there are some stressors that we can't do anything about, like work, A lot of us need a job, right? We need the finance, the income coming in. Spouse, like I'm not suggesting anything. I'm not a relationship coach and I definitely shouldn't be. So like there are some things that you can't, some stressors that you can't do anything about, but then there are some that you can. And what happens as women as over the years, because all of these other stressors in life are out of our control, we've put so much pressure on our bodies to perform, And this has left us under dieting and overworking and over exercising. And these are two massive stressors on the body that I dive right into with women because this will affect your stress and your cortisol levels, which directly affect your hormones, which directly affect your metabolism. But at the bottom of it is the way you're treating your body is your nutrition and your exercise because that really affects all of them. And in order to get your cortisol levels down, in order to regulate your hormones, in order to improve your metabolism, it comes down to nutrition and exercise and the stress from that. And I know a lot of you are just pushing and pushing and pushing. You get little sleep and then you wake up to go do these Orange Theory workouts or to hop on the Peloton and do a boot camp um, you know, with, with Alex, which I love me some Alex. Trust me, I'm down for that. But you're not recognizing what it's doing to your body and then you're not understanding why the calories in, calories out isn't adding up or working for you. So I hope as I'm talking, you're starting to understand why the calories in, calories out is not working for you because it's not going to and it never will if you don't take a step back. And I know it's hard because you're used to doing these workouts. So here's my best suggestion when it comes to working out. Follow me here. I'm not saying cut it out completely, but I'm saying you have to monitor it and you have to tone it back. If you're doing this five days a week, you are overstressing your body like you would not believe. 
as far as your movement goes, you have to find what's efficient and effective and then also what you enjoy. And you have to add those three together. So the enjoyment part does play a factor. For me, I love boxing. I internalize my stress like you wouldn't believe. I give my energy so much to other people that boxing to me, I'm like, oh, yes, get it out. I want to punch something. Like, let me get all my stress from the week out because I internalize it all so it feels good. I need that in my week. So I have to prioritize that. But my boxing instructor knows that if I got little sleep or if I'm having a super, super stressful week and my body feels overly stressed, I will cancel that or I'll change it to a different day because I know it's not gonna serve my body. It may help mentally, but guess what? Movement is medicine and walking is the most simple form. A walk in the sunshine is gonna help me a lot more mentally, and it's gonna help my body a lot more too. Rest, decompress, get my stress levels down, so I'm able to do what I need to do, and that's how you start keeping your body in balance as you really start honoring it. So I want you to one, and, and I know I've done this movement pyramid before, where I explain to you the most effective to the least effective. But if you haven't heard me explain this, I'm just gonna dive into it quick. You can picture a pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid, this pyramid is split into four sections, okay? Going up, linear. At the bottom of the pyramid is our foundation. What is the most important for our body and our metabolism when it comes to movement and what is the most effective? And then it goes up the pyramid to the least effective. At the bottom of the pyramid is your everyday movement. That's everything you're doing when you're not working out, when you're not sleeping, when you're not eating. That's the going to the grocery store, the going on walks, the playing with your kids, the cleaning your house, all of the above is the base movement. This is 15% of your metabolism. Let me be very clear that exercise is 10% of your metabolism. So if you're trying to crush those HIIT workouts over stressing your body, but then you're not doing any daily movement, non-stressful movement, you're missing a huge, huge part of your metabolism because our body actually sees more results in the less stressful environments. Yes, the, like, like exercise can be a good stress on the body, but we have to be in a position where our body can handle that. So take, for example, bodybuilders. Not that I'm encouraging you to do a bikini show or a bodybuilding show. However, what do you see them doing the two weeks before their show? You see them walking on the treadmill, incline walking for an hour on the treadmill, which has to be boring as hell. But you do that, you see this, you don't see them doing HIT training. No, they would never be doing HIT training. Why? Because they know the stress that puts on their body and they, they're trying to prime their muscles for this show. And they know that high stress, your muscles don't do well in, they don't perform well in. Actually, it can block your muscles from being able to grow, right? Like high stress environments, you're never going to be able to get the lean muscle you want to. So you wouldn't catch them doing any sort of high intensity F45, Orange Theory, stressful workouts at any point during their bodybuilding program. So understand that they, there's a reason that they're walking on the treadmill because our body will actually burn fat more efficiently in the less stressful, lower heart rate states. And we think it's opposite but they're not chasing a calorie burn. They're chasing a physique. They're chasing lean muscle. They're chasing consistency. And I, again, I don't want you to do a bodybuilding show, but that's what I want you to start chasing, right? Not the calorie burn. If you're chasing the calorie burn, you will always be in a hamster wheel of calories in, calories out, and your body won't feel good. 
So at the base of the triangle, you have that daily movement. Then you move up, you have strength training. Okay, base minimum three times a week for like, if you want to optimize your metabolism and you want to be able to see the results, three 35 to 45 minute strength training sessions a week. And I don't mean, when I say strength training, I do not mean the orange theory, run on a treadmill, go do some BOSU hopovers, maybe a couple bicep curls, or the Peloton, let's do some squats and then jump right into burpees. That's HIIT training. That is not strength training. When I talk about progressive strength training, I'm talking about form. I'm talking about adding load. I'm talking about proper movement. And I'm talking about keeping less impact and keeping your heart rate in a reasonable range. It will always be raised, but we should never be just wiped completely out of breath all the time in our workout. That's not an efficient workout where our body is seeing the response it needs to see. So after strength training, you have your steady state cardio which is you're going for a run, which is your uh, Stairmaster, elliptical, even the Peloton bike, right? Some of the Peloton, um, like the actual bike and not the workouts, those are great, right? That's more steady state cardio, as long as you're not doing like the hit and hills. So there's nothing wrong with cardio. It's amazing for the heart. It's amazing for endurance. I love a little bit of cardio, But what I'm saying is that if you don't have a foundation of just getting some steps in and strength training, why are you doing cardio? Why are you doing HIIT training? Because HIIT training is at the very, very top, which is what most of these workouts that we are doing are HIIT training, are versions of HIIT training. All the things that I named from Peloton to Orange Theory to F45 to boot camps to whatever beach body you're doing, it's most likely HIIT training. These are the least effective for our body because most of us are in a position where stress is completely out of whack. Our hormones and our metabolism aren't in a position where it can handle it. And all we're doing is adding more stress to the body and adding more frustration when we're not seeing the damn results we want to see. So I'm not saying don't do cardio and don't do HIIT training. Again, part of it has to be enjoyable for you. But what I'm saying is you're flipping it around. You're making the HIIT training and the cardio your foundation, and that's why it's not working because you're trying to build a healthy body and lean muscles and a prime metabolism on a broken foundation. So my suggestion for you is, again, you have to find what works for your body. But if your body is overly stressed, I am highly encouraging you to start pulling back from those workouts because it's not just gonna all of a sudden be okay. Unless you start to pull back and say, I am really going to focus on what is good for my body. It's not just going to magically click or happen overnight. So look at exercise as a stressor. Have these honest conversations with yourself. Maybe if you're Orange Theory four times a week, maybe that means the enjoyment part is one to two times a week. And then you start to go on these beautiful walks in the sunshine, right? Because the weather is starting to get nice. And then you add in weight training twice a week on your own. And all of a sudden, you're starting to shift. Your body's starting to feel better. Your lifts on your own are getting stronger, right? And actually, Orange Theory is getting stronger or Peloton is getting stronger because you're not going there all the time and burning yourself out. So when you go, it's way more efficient for your body. And then all of a sudden, you're starting to build lean muscle and you're not aching all the time. And you're like, wow, this is how it should be. And let me tell you, the first couple of weeks, you're going to question it because you're used to seeing that massive calorie burn on your watch. But I'm here to tell you a sweat and a calorie burn does not equal an efficient workout. And if you're this far into the episode and resonating with everything I say, you should have learned by now that that doesn't equal an efficient workout because you've been doing it and your body isn't responding. 
And it's not because, oh, I ate some cookies the other night. No, no. It's because the underlying factor is stress and we are not addressing it. So I hope this episode really was like a light bulb moment for you. Something went off and I hope you start to just really sit back and take into consideration what you've been putting your body under. Know that this can be fun. This can add back to your life. This doesn't have to be miserable. Exercise is not a punishment in any way, shape, or form as a punishment. And we have to start treating it like that. Understand that it's a stressor. And if we're not addressing the exercise and nutrition, then we can't get frustrated that we feel like our hormones are off. And we can't get frustrated that we feel like our metabolism is off. Because the two most important things that are contributing to that, we've been overdoing it and our stress has been overflowing for a very, very, very long time. And I'm not saying go ahead and quit your Orange Theory membership right now, right away. But I'm saying reevaluate how you're feeling, reevaluate what's good for your body, and have these honest conversations of what might actually be going on. And I'm telling you, watch things shift for you. Stay patient, stay consistent with it. Not for one week, two weeks. Do this for a couple of months. I'm telling you, you're going to see such a shift, not physically, but yes, physically, but also mentally and emotionally. Uh, And I can't wait to hear about it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.